0: Hello, I'm Pastor Nathan from River Rock Church in Belle Plaine, Minnesota, and in this installment of Walking Our Way Through the Bible, we come to Genesis chapter 16. So let's begin in Genesis chapter 16, verse 1. Abram's wife Sari had not borne any children for him, but she owned an Egyptian slave named Hagar. Sari said to Abram, since the Lord has prevented me from bearing children, go to my slave, perhaps through her I can build a family. And Abram agreed to what Sari said. So Abram's wife, Siri took Hagar, her Egyptian slave, and gave her to her husband, Abram, as a wife for him. This happened after Abram had lived in the land of Canaan ten years. He slept with Hagar, and she became pregnant. And then she saw that she, When she saw that she was pregnant, her mistress became contemptible to her. Then Siri said to Abram, You're responsible for my suffering. I put my slave in your arms, and when she saw that she was pregnant, I became contemptible to her. May the Lord judge between me and you. Abram replied to Siri, here your slave is in your hands, do whatever you want with her. Then Siri mistreated her so much that she ran away from her. The angel of the Lord found her by a spring in the wilderness, the spring on the way to Shur. He said to Hagar, slave of Siri, where have you come from and where are you going? She replied, I'm running away from my mistress, Siri. The angel of the Lord said to her, go back to your mistress and submit to her authority. The angel of the Lord said to her, I will greatly multiply your offspring and they will be too many to count. The angel of the Lord said to her, You have conceived and will have a son. You will name him Ishmael. For the Lord has heard your cry of affliction. This man will be like a wild donkey. His hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand will be against him. He will settle near all his relatives. So she named the Lord, who spoke to her, You are El-Rio. For she said in this place, I have actually seen the one who sees me. That is why the well is called Ber-Lahar-Royol. It is called Kadesh and Bered. So Hagar gave birth to Abram's son, and Abram named his son, whom Hagar bore, Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to him. So in Genesis chapter 16, like we mentioned in um, a few installments back, one of the things that we see here is, well, these great biblical figures like Abram and Sari and uh, other great biblical figures in, in the Old Testament especially, um, we get to see that they're not perfect people, right? And that the authors of Genesis or the authors of the Old Testament are not weary of pointing out their flaws. Because in verse in chapter 15, we see this amazing moment between Abram and God when, when God promises that he's going to have offspring and that he's going to multiply him in the earth. And we see this moment of weakness, both in Sari's part and Abram's part, that extends into... Not just weakness, but mistreatment and abuse and exploitation of Hagar. Even though God has promised Abram that he is going to have his own descendant, his own son, they start to lose faith that this is actually going to happen. And so Sari recommends to to Abram to take her slave, Hagar, and take her on as his wife. Now this was not an uncommon practice at the time, especially if uh, the wife or the primary wife was infertile or having issues with bearing children. But the fact that they did this not out of trust for God, but out of a lack of trust in his promises, and also that they went and negotiated this against Hagar's will, and then when she conceived, which is exactly what Sari wanted her to do, all all of a sudden Sari started mistreating her and held her in contempt. And we just see that this, this one act of not trusting the promises of God and waiting on God's timing resulted in just greater and greater evil, and this, as we'll see later, is going to destroy this whole family structure, this whole household structure. And it's really sad to see, but one thing that we do recognize is that even in the midst of this, the Lord recognizes Hagar. Now, especially for this passage being written to Jews who had been in slavery for 400 years in Egypt, the fact that God would come and have compassion on this Jewish slave who's been mistreated by their forefathers, um, would have been kind of shocking to a lot of readers. What we see here is that Hagar recognizes, in verse 13, it says, In this place have I actually seen the one who sees me. No one is a part of the wrong group, or has gone too far, or has in a certain situation in life where the Lord does not see them. Here the Lord saw Hagar in the mistreatment that she was suffering, Based off a situation that she did not volunteer to do, but she was told to do and put into this situation where she was bearing Abram's children. But God promises that He sees her, and while He tells her to go back, He says that He is going to take care of her and her son, and that He's going to make His son um, a great nation. That's going to be talked about later on in in the following chapters. But so it's a really fascinating chapter, and it's sad to see, you know, kind of heroes of the Bible acting so viciously towards Hagar and seeing their sins exposed, but that also should give us more confidence in the biblical accounts. Because if I was just going to make up a story about some great leader who is going to give birth to this nation and that's, you know, all these promises with God, I definitely would not include pastors like this when God specifically acts in a way that reveals and puts on full display um, his and Saree's sins against Hagar. So hopefully this has helped you as you seek to understand Genesis chapter 16 and the rest of the Bible. And I pray that in all things God's name would be glorified and his will would be done.